Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got an episode full of news. You guys don't know anything and we're going to tell you what happened. Let's do it. Welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. California, we got Trev. And behind the desk, we've got producer Bug. Bug, dude. And this is Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for tuning in and hanging out with us. Hope you're getting excited, gearing up for a fun Christmas or holiday season with the family. And uh, a New Year's Eve to forget. I hope you all have terrible New Year's Eves. Trev, how are you doing? Well, we just wrapped a long pregame. I kind of spilled the beans, but I'm battling a toothache this morning. Mm. But I'm here, and uh, you know me. I'm playing. I'm playing through the pain, Jim, um, but everything else is good, man. You should have showed up, uh, and if you have a toothache tomorrow or the next time we record, still, I'd appreciate if you showed up with an alfalfa uh, toothache rig from Little Rascals, if you know what I'm talking about. It's like a bandage around your head with an ice pack on the side. I, do, I don't think ice would work. Like, does ice work on a toothache? You just got to get past your skin. Come on. One time Katie's dad told me, like, I had a toothache or I felt like I had a cavity forming. He was like, brush it out. And I was like, you can do that? And he was like, yeah, just take that two minutes toothbrush and just brush that one tooth for two minutes. And I did it and it worked, but I don't know if it was just happenstance or real advice, but I do it every time I have a tooth pain. I just set the two-minute timer on the toothbrush, just go at that one tooth. Kind of works. So there's my advice. Yeah. So I should just go do that immediately after the show. Yes. Yes. Uh, Brush my teeth. We have to go to Jake first, but producer Bug Bug is born with bad teeth, so he might be able to help you out. He's probably got some remedies. Please. I mean, I've got bad teeth for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the brushing thing probably helps. It at least like clears if anything's on it, irritating the tooth. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of so the it, rule. It at least like eliminates a possibility. That's the rule with mouth stuff. Just attack it. Toothbrush, get some floss, get one of those floss picks. Just go ham. It's going to hurt, but it might get better. Um, I mean, you guys would know I'm I'm a I'm, I'm an adult, so well, I brush my teeth and I floss. So uh, I'm going to the dentist today. I'm going to take care of. That's what adults flexes. do. They they go to the dentist. Flexes early today. Doctor, looking for a good dentist in the city, by the way. Um, so good DM dentist. Me. I can give you. Man. My like dad found a, a dentist with a view, okay. and we laughed at him. Mm. There's more to that story, but all right. I'm good. I don't know. Holidays are here. Springer's got a sign. Like we we we've been waiting for a big a big baseball to step to drop for a while, and it just hasn't. Besides the Michael Walker signing, but um, you know I'm good. I'm good. Took a Tylenol PM last night. Took it too late. Was groggy mm. till like 10:30 a.m. So you know, don't do drugs, kids. Can you give me like a little flex? I want to see how big that coat is on you. Can you like give me a little front flex? What do you? What do you mean? Little, little front flex. Oh, okay. What's going on? What's the what's the situation <laughs> here? That, that coat fits Jake well. It's a well fitting coat. Trevor. And he didn't get to wear this outfit at winter see. meetings. I'm show, bro. On the sea, man. We're all in black not all today. Of us, not all of us show up in hoodies to work. Besides the you three. And usually. And usually me. Usually <laughs> not a hoodie it's, though. It's I get the too uniform, hot. so you're the. You're in, you're in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Always. I love hoodies. 
Yeah. You can you go do. get yourself one at shop.johnboymedia.com. Add. No, we got some headlines here that we got to talk about. Nothing huge, like Jake said. We're still waiting on something big. We have a couple signings here. We have changes to the records books that are coming in. Um, someone's retiring that we can talk about. So there's a couple little bullet points we will be discussing on today's show, which is brought to you by... Pinstripe Strong and Joe's McFly. Joe's is an early, early friend. John Boy Media World. He was doing his stuff for Yankees. I was doing my stuff for Yankees. We're like, dude, we like each other. Let's team up. Pinstripe Strong. So if you're a Yankees fan, check him out. If you're into the gaming world, check out Joe's McFly. He just had Luis Severino on, especially if you speak Spanish and you want to hear these players chatting in their native language where they're much more loose and fun. Him and Sevy were just chatting while they were playing um, in Spanish which is awesome, and we're going to get Joe's more involved. So when we get guys that come on that speak Spanish, we have uh, a way there. It's not me fumbling my words. So go follow Joe's McFly. Follow Pinstripe Strong if you're a Yankees fan as well. Uh, tune in to the gaming world because we, we're trying to do some gaming stuff here as well, and I think Joe's might be our dude. Wow. Maybe. We'll see. Not me. Can I'm I say something? Can I say something? Yeah. yeah. You made a really good point right there. Yeah. You know, when you're talking with the guys – uh, coming from the Latin countries and you get them and they're able to just kind of be themselves and speak Spanish. They're a completely, you know, like different person. Yes. It's awesome, man. And like you feel, you feel like, imagine you doing that. Like you're going down there and you can, you speak Spanish a little bit, but then someone comes down, you're able to like, you know, speak English, like how good that feels you know, so how bad I'd come off. all the time. And it's a very understated thing that they have to come over here and assimilate to it's, it's, yeah, La Vida Baseball just did a video on a bunch of guys and their process learning it, how they learn it. But yeah, I mean, if I had to go do an interview in Spanish, I just I'd sound really timid and really dumb, and I don't think that's mm-hmm. my personality at all. So it's pretty well, exactly. Fast. Put me in the right cool, scenario, man. I could be timid and dumb. It's kind of you know, yeah. eight year old John Boy's perfect explanation of me. Juego baseball. Love that. Say man. the San Francisco Giants. Los Hibido Gigantes. That's good, right? Oh, snap. That was lit. All right. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. Uh, let's do let's do Ray's signing Waka first because there's some interesting stuff here. Michael Waka came up, was a big name, was an all-star at this point, signed with the Mets last year on a very incentive-based contract. Uh, I think it was $3 million guaranteed, and then there was a lot of, like, if you start and innings and all these building blocks to more money. The Rays signed him for one year, $3 million, which I think is the same base, and he had a bad 2020 with the Mets, but I think this is a sign that the Rays surely don't care about that, and they're just kind of saying whatever, dude. Like, it was a weird year. Um, you would have guessed his price would go down a little bit. He got older. He didn't really improve in 2020. It didn't. Um, the Rays lost Charlie Morton. They need more arms starting. They're getting walking out. Expect him to be good, and we'll be like, what happened? And the Rays are going to be like, well, his fastball plays better here. <laughs> so we had him throw that more. And you're like, oh, okay. Scouting. You got anything on this, Jake? I do, James. Uh, Michael Waka. Been around the league for a while. wonder if – did him and Plouffe have history, BBD? Um, I guess Trev might remember too. But, yeah, man, this is uh, this is really interesting for me. Michael Waka has two pitches – that are really nice. He's got a cutter 
that comes in on you, and he's got a changeup that goes away on you. He's got really good reverse splits, uh, so he's really good against lefties. Very similar numbers to Oliver Drake, who's been out of the Rays bullpen for the past couple years. Drake, really weird delivery, um, so it's not exactly apples and oranges, but... Man, this is a big test for the Rays and for Michael Waka a little bit. Waka, this is clearly, you know, he could have waited out free agency a little more. I mean, one year, three million, we'll see. I think the thing that was interesting is that I heard some of the guys on MLB Network talking about it, and it's not like the Rays paying a guy three million is for him to be a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. And for both sides to move this quickly on it compared to the rest of the market, I think... Michael, the Rays probably went to Michael Waka, said, we can do this, this, and this, and resurrect your career a little bit. And Michael Waka said, all right, like, let's do it. So really interested to see. I mean, go check out Pitch Ninja and type in, search Pitch Ninja Waka on Twitter, and his changeup is gross. Uh, so I'm sure the Rays are going to find a better way to tap into that. The cutter moves the other direction. Uh, for me, it's interesting. He throws a changeup, um, but it's a little too hard, so I wonder if they can pull the string more on that because right now all of Michael Waka's pitches are like 95, 87 to 90, 95 to 87, so you can kind of sit on that. So I wonder if he could pull the string a little more on that, Plufer, but... Um, I don't know. I interested. As a Yankees fan, we're scared of any Tampa transaction. I gotta say, your terminology was pretty good there. Thank I you. think that um, when a, I, I remember facing him, I think I faced him in St. Louis, and his changeup is good. But I agree with you that he could, you know, take a little bit off of it. It's tough to do that. You want to have good arm action, um, but maybe choke it down a little more and get a little less velocity. But as my friend Evan Longoria told me, I Ooh, was flex. This is such a raised guy. You know, he's six six. You know what they like to do? Come at you with different arm angles. I think that's one way they're going to exploit him. He's six six. They have that whole thing that they do, the whole diagram of arms. He's just going to add to that. He's probably going to learn to throw at the top of the zone uh, because that angle coming from a guy that that tall is tough. So I, I I love this for them. I think for him, he's like, look, this is I get to go to a team that's in a World Series contender. And I get to go learn from them and develop. And look, it's a one-year deal. If I come out of this and I have a great year, I'm easily going to get another two, three-year deal. So I think this is a perfect place for them. It's a perfect match. Yeah. He's, Tampa, uh, he's, did it. he's not 30 yet. BBD, do you have proof stats versus him? Yes. Trevor, you went one for two with a walk against Michael Waka. A line drive doubled on the left field line, scoring Brian Dozier in the first. A fly ball to deep right in the fourth, and you walked in the seventh. Wind was blowing in. That's that awesome. Too. Is that a 500 batting average and a 666 on base percentage? Pretty yeah. good. 1.667 OPS. Ooh. I got mine right in your face, math. 667. Mm. No, 666 repeating. I don't, right. I don't round, round up. up. I do not round up. It's the rules of rounding. I don't it was in St. Louis. I remember that. Was, St. Louis is cool, man. I didn't get to play there at 10. The whole place? 2015 in St. Louis, yeah. Mm. Mm. Whenever I see this, I'm like, what do the Rays see in him? And I just go look at like the baseball savant numbers and all that. His velocity ticked up a tiny bit on the fastball last season, and he started getting way more um, whiffs than he ever did before. His whiff rate jumped up on his fastball, his changeup, um, jumped up on everything, really. 
And he just kind of eliminated the curveball that he was throwing because it got hit really hard. Yeah. So, I mean, he threw a curveball a lot in 2019, had a 778 slugging on the curve. That's so Dude. bad. 778. Uh, so hit. the Mets or whoever was like, don't throw that anymore. And he only threw seven curveballs in 2020. I yeah. mean, that's horrible. It, no, had a, it had a 444 batting average. And a 778 slugging. So he took that out of the repertoire. That was his slow pitch, Jake. Only threw seven yeah, of them of a, last year. Yeah. A bigger one, kind of loopier one. I remember it. Yeah. Well. Interested to see. I mean, it's going to be fun to track him in spring training slash his first couple starts this year to see what is different. Because you know he's going to be in the lab. The Rays have given him some info. Um Jim, I, we might have to make your all pitch mix team for next season. I'm I'm interested to see where Waka lands because I would guess cutter and change up up, and then I don't know. I I just y- you like to have a pitch that's not in that five mile per hour range or, or wherever he's been sitting. So I I don't know. Can he pull the the change up's really nice. I don't know if you can pull the string on that more. I mean, numbers to see. are really good on the change. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe if they're the same speed, you just change the plane a lot or like where you put them. Fastball's only up, change up and cutter are down. I don't know. Uh, the change up jumped up from 28% to 29, cutter from 15 to 27. So we'll see. I would guess the four seam's going to ride back up. And then you also see how the Rays are going to use them because they'll probably just go two times through um, like they do with everyone. So uh, do you think, Trev, that this puts Waka in the running for comeback player of the year? Five, wow. four. Three, two. No, one. not in the American League because it's already we already got one. Gary Sanchez, Trey Mancini. Flex. Come back and light it up. He's a lock. He's a pro's pro. Yeah, I have a this. This is something that I'm just on his baseball reference page here with Waka. Out of uh, drafted out of Texas A and M, so you know he's from Texas. This guy's been famous since he's been like. 13 years old, you know, I'm sure he played football, big guy. He's a star baseball player, goes to Texas A&M. He spent one year in the minor leagues and then was in the show the next year. Cardinals. Incredible, dude. Tasty. That was when the Cardinals would bring up the guy to relieve and then become a starter, and they're just like doing that over and over and over. Michael Waka, football, high school. So you think he was a stud football player in high school? Pleasant, Pleasant Grove High School, Texarkana. You know he played football. Come on. Pleasant Grove High School to retire Michael Walker's high school baseball jersey. Not football, oh, though. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Maybe he was too big. too good. He was already too good at baseball, maybe. He was the baseball guy. Yeah. Like, he was like, yeah. I those could, guys always play, though. I could play football, but. <laughs> His brother, uh, Lucas Waka. Waka boys. Yeah. Oh, them Waka boys always good at sports. Man, I tell you what, oh, you, you see Michael Waka twirling the it. other day on that month? <laughs> uh, well, Lucas Waka Although, is just a small town, Texarkana. <laughs> we don't know anything about Mike Waka. <laughs> I don't know anything. Well, I know that. Uh, I know a lot about Lucas Waka. It's a small town, Texarkana. We kid. know Lucas Waka. Texarkana kid trying to make a professional. He talks like that a little bit sometimes. It's gross. How many trays are there in baseball? Mm. You wouldn't think there'd be so many trays. It's a baseball name, though. Yeah, it's it true. Is. What's Trey Mancini's real name? Is it Trey? No, it's no, he's Joseph. probably the third. Joseph Anthony Mancini, so he's probably the third, like Trey Amberg. Awesome. Yeah. He's the third. 
Confirmed. Can't wait till my that. my grandson. Mm. Trey. Triple. Keep it keep it full base. I think I'd rather go by trip. People do that. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No. Wow. Yeah. I know a trip. It'll be back by then. And then his son, his name was Chip. He was the fourth. And they went yeah. with Chip. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Barrington, hey, Illinois. Shout out. Trip and Chip. Ad. That wasn't an ad. It was for no, Barrington, Illinois. No, it was Illinois. not an ad yeah. for Barrington, it's Illinois. It's promotion. No. No, 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 no. No, never, never an ad. Uh, go Barrington Red Wings, obviously. The Cubs signed Jonathan Holder. Mm. So, I mean, this is on the list. I don't think anyone cares about this really, but. Holder's, Holder's been a Yankee forever. Um, I like Jonathan Holder because he's been a Yankee. Um, if anyone listens to Talking Yanks as well, or if any Cubs fans are interested, I've I've never really um, – how do I put this? He doesn't have a plus pitch in my opinion. He, he looked for decent last year. He kind of developed one. But when I think of bullpen arms, I think power pitchers or, or power slider or power something – and Holder kind of was just like, I throw a pitch mix at you. You have four options here figured out. So, you know, he had a really, really, really good 2018 with the Yankees. Uh, they relied on him much more than you'd ever expect them to rely on Jonathan Holder. But if you're a Cubs fan, he's a piece. He's an arm. He, he can be a very plus arm out of the bullpen, but I never really – never going to be like, look at that fucking pitch. Yeah, I uh... – Jonathan Holder was really good in 2018 with the Yankees. 60 appearances, 3-1-4 ERA, and most of that came in a Boston Massacre game. Otherwise, he was like a 60-game, basically two ERA reliever, which is a really good year. Had a bad 2019, um, just got knocked around. And last year, he was actually pretty good until his last couple appearances where he got roughed up again. I don't know. The Cubs' bullpen has kind of been a revolving door for the last little bit. Uh, Jonathan Holder is a guy that can put together couple good weeks for you and get you some reliable outs in the middle innings, which the Cubs haven't had for a while. Uh, he can also get knocked around. And like Jimmy was saying, he doesn't have the modern-day reliever wipe-out fastball, wipe-out slider. We'll see where it's going. He almost has a starting pitcher's arsenal. You're, you're going to see fastball slider change. And um, I don't know. I, I like him. Uh, I'm interested to see how he does outside of, outside of Yankee land. Um, hey, if, if pitchers aren't hitting in the NL, maybe you get some spots there. But, yeah, it's not going to be an impact piece. But um, I'm, I I think Cubs fans might like him. I, th- I think he might grow that beard in and oh, might yeah. get a little bit of beard confidence Oh, of course going. he's going to grow the beard. He's also a hunter. He's got yeah. some pictures of dead deer. Mississippi State guy, Trev. As an animal killer, oh, do you oh, like him, Trev? I hope Holder goes and just shoves and he goes, Hey, Jake, remember when you said I'm not a piece? See, that's where you're I'm wrong, Trevor Plough, because I was actually I was very high on the Jonathan. Holder no one trend. has, no one has been a bit. You weren't like, right there. Nobody's no, never but said Trev, nicer there was a time yeah. where it was like Jonathan Holder's parents, his wife, Jake, yeah, as like the yeah. biggest Jonathan Holder supporters and believers. Yeah. So you know he feels gotten by Holder. No, I mean, I, I, uh, there was a, there was a Talking Yanks podcast where I was like, I could see Jonathan Holder getting saves one day for like a bad team. So I'm, I am hoping that the Cubs bullpen runs into some crap and Holder ends up sneaking out like three saves this year. Cause I also will, like during his best year, I will seven. walk on graves. Yeah. Uh, Trev, do you think you've ever faced Jonathan Holder? I have the answer. 
I don't I don't think so. I don't remember if I did. Well, I wouldn't have asked if you hadn't. You have. Oh. You faced him, Trev, one at bat. <sighs> one for one. Wow. One of your 3,000 hits. Two pitches. Oh, I have the hit right here. Here we go. Rays, Trev? No, Oakland, Trev. What? Ninth inning. Didn't get that many hits there. Wow, BBD. Wow. You, want it, you want to hear it again? It was an 0-1 pitch. Really. Here it is. <laughs> right back up the middle. A base hit to field by Michael K. Michael K. Yeah. yeah. Your right. guy. I want to make a request to Holder. Jonathan? Um, sure. Since, you know, I'm one for one. Yeah. Basically means I get to tell you to do something. I want him to go there and, and stop the bullpen dancing. Ooh. I'm just not a fan of it. Like, maybe do something different. But the bullpen dancing thing, eh. Okay. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'm okay with them messing around, whatever. But, like, it just kind of, eh. I'm I'm kind of a anything goes during rain delays. Uh, I'll this is every home run. I stand there, yeah. And you know it's oh, fun much. to have a thing, but the Cubs bullpen has kind of been pretty blah for a couple yeah. of years. So it's like maybe let that maybe let that go, or do something. I just think yeah. they could do something, but it's just not that good. I, Holder's not a dancey guy. He's more yeah. of a he's more of a natural light and shoot a deer guy. Be cool if they did like just. Played beer pong the whole time, but like water pong, like as they're watching the game, like why not? What else they doing? They're exhausting. (laughs) Play beer pong for three hours. No, not beer pong. Sixty-two days. Water pong. You're hydrating. You're you know. I'm bringing up. I'm bringing up a clip of the bullpen dancing. I gotta. I I can't picture it in my brain. I gotta make an official decision. Um, Official decision inbound. They do this a lot. Every home run. It's too much. Yeah. But the Cubs kind of went like a girls softball way last year. Yeah. Like they were mm-hmm. very much. But I think the bullpen's been doing that for a couple years. But it's, it's a slow spread. And you can't, I'm not a fan of carrying things year to year. Yeah. So like if you're, you're a one, one and done organic. Guy. Yeah. If the if bullpen wants to take my water pong idea, go ahead. I'll no, nobody wants that. What is that? Why would you do water pong? They're just sitting there anyway for the first five innings. Just play some water pong. You can hydrate while you sit out there. If there was an MLB team playing water pong throughout the baseball games, yeah. we would rip them to oh, yeah. shreds. It's pretty lame. It depends if they're good. You could do anything if you're good. You do whatever you want. I would have the lightest guy stand on the, the biggest guy's face. Imagine if they just, they just cut to the bullpen and the guy was like laying on the ground. The guy was standing on his face. That Standing on his face? Yeah. What's that even oh, mean? dream you had last night or something. Barefoot. Yeah. Both feet. Do you guys seen a bullpen? Because <laughs> no. it's not. Have well, you? you? They don't do anything. About. These guys are ridiculous. Dude. Like if the there bullpen. was a, okay, that bullpen, but like, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Lasagna standing barefoot on a Aroldis Chapman's face and they just a quick cut and then they come out and it's normal again. That's good stuff. Good luck, Johnny Holder. Shove and, and Cubs. It's NL, like a, it's NL like a, Central can't hit. He's going to be a stud. It's next like a year. non-guaranteed Doctor. contract too. Three saves from John Holder next year. Next up, good early settler name too. Jonathan Holder is a great early settler. Jonathan name. Holder. They started calling him John. 
at the end of last year. Like Boone called him John in a press conference, and it was very much like, what? It's yeah. Jonathan Holder. Huge. Giants sign Anthony Desclafani. Desclafani, yeah. This is a guy who I always say his name, and then people in the comments are like, these guys know nothing. They can't pronounce any names. So I think I just call him Disco now. I think people call him Disco. So do that. I like that. We get a lot of, like, angry people. One star. They can't pronounce names. <laughs> I don't have a take on this. I told you guys we talked about a little pregame, pre-show here. I don't know what the Giants are doing. Who knows what they're doing? They're just – are they going to compete against the Dodgers? Are they going to, you know, like – I think they're doing what the Royals are doing, man. They're like, hey, we respect our fan base, and we don't want to just go completely cool. dark on them. So during this slight rebuild, we'll be competitive at least. I, I, th- I like that. I think that's what they're doing. Well, I think there's a couple things going on here. I think they made the playoffs. I, I think the Giants think of them actually higher than than the outside world thinks of them. I think you know they they brought Gossman in. They made him pretty good. They re-signed him. I think they see some of the sta- same stuff in Discalfani, who's a year removed in 2019, 31 starts, a 3.89 ERA. That's a that's a really nice season. You pay money for that season. Um, got hurt, was bad last year, whatever. Interested to see. Maybe the Giants can become this rebuilding pitcher program. A lot easier to pitch in San Fran than in Cincy. I think he gets hit hard by lefties too, so the big wall out there, so maybe they can play around that a little bit. And, guys... The secret about the Giants is they think they're good. I saw, um, I want to say it was Joel Sherman said that the Giants are the only team with seven batters coming back with a 100 OPS plus and higher. Wow. Is that the stat? Around there, right? Yeah. Seven returning players. So the Giants think that they've got something going here, and we'll see over the course of 162, Gabe Kapler, friend of the pod, um, John Boy and Trevor's close friend. You know, they were without Buster Posey last year, who a a year off, we'll see what he's got in the tank. But these Giants believe in themselves, which is more than I can say. Is, is there something to be said about their hope for expanded playoffs? And does that make teams like, hey, we could sneak in? Probably a little bit, right? Because they're not going to be a wild card team or a division winner. They're going to need expanded playoffs. I do kind of like what Jim's saying. Like, hey, we, we just want to make a competitive team out there. And I dig that, man. Like, teams, all teams should do that. And, and I'll say this, because the MLB draft is such a crapshoot, you know, like very rarely is there a clear number one, number two. It's always just tough. You have to find the right guys you need. Maybe this year with that guy, uh, what's his name? Rocker. Kumar. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Kumar. Yeah. Andy Godors. I don't know. Trev, how many times do you think you faced Disco? Mm. Oh, man. I don't know. Four, but I got a bad news. Oh, boy. Yeah. You made five outs. Oh, wow. And you got a hit. Couple double plays, huh? Single, double play, double play, ground out. All in the same game. Wow. Oh, snap. That was lit. <laughs> he was with Cincy? <laughs> yeah, 2015. <laughs> Fuck. That was pretty good then, too. Damn. Was that your double play year? 
I think it might have been. Sounds about right. Well, the Twins won the game, so who cares, man? You know? I'm a league leader. League leader. Lick. Lint liquor. Mm. That's what I was doing in 2015. I love those pictures you guys put out. Who who put those out? Was it Kyle, I guess? I assume Kyle. I He's always it. all over our, my social getting pictures and yeah. stuff. Yeah, spreading the proof yeah. word, man. Royal family. The royal family, okay. Katie was, she loved your family photo dump. Cool. Yes. Love my fam. Angel sign Alex Claudio. Jake, you have so much to say about this one. I love Alex Claudio. This is Trev's guy, actually. I like him. Soft tossing lefty. Um, You know, we're talking about new age bullpen guys. Claudio's not one of them. Kind of drops it down, slings it up there. I don't even know if he's touching 90. I don't think so on his on his good days. Uh, guys recorded some MLB saves, 3-4-4 career ERA in the big leagues. And, hey, he's going to the Angels. They need so much bullpen help. And I've decided I'm all in on the Angels GM because I saw that one press conference where yes, I decided yes, I like yes, him. Yes, yes. So, hey, you know, they added Reisel from the Reds. They had Alex Claudio who, you know, Worst worst case, he's gonna get lefties out. I mean, he's he's coming from NASA, but he's he's pitched a lot of good major league baseball innings. Three hundred eleven MLB innings, a three four four ERA. He's a guy down there. I mean, I I don't think at this point you want him necessarily as your eighth inning guy, but seventh inning with Alex Claudio, that ain't a bad place to be, Trev. I like him. <laughs> I got to know him a little bit in Texas. Um one like a good dude and you know if if you face an alex claudio and you're not feeling right at the plate it's gonna be a tough at bat for you you know for a righty to go up there if you're feeling good you get you know you can see those left-handed uh submarine pitchers pretty well but if you're kind of off and your timing's off real tough and then obviously lefties against him he's got to be a real platoon guy right 556 career OPS versus lefty, 798 versus righty. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you want to find him that lefty matchup. So I'm, I mean, I'm scrolling through the AL West right now. Houston, I mean, Brantley gone. They'll have that big boy back from last year. And they can Shohei. skirt around the three batter rule by just doing killer. it at the last end, last part Honest of the inning. Damn. So I hope he's not the Shohei killer because that would be a headline. It would get more literal. It's scary. Trav two for five versus Claudio. Congrats, man. But that includes a double. I'm raking right now, huh? Yeah, one double play against one him. double that's play. Fine. That's that's the ploof story. It's expected. It's <laughs> one double play and then that's one. Funny of, how to say it. One of the outs. It, I've never seen it typed this way, but it all caps ended game. <laughs> line out to left. That's how they do the final. Damn. Yeah, I. Yeah. It like didn't surprise me that's their first time. I, I watched your two day. hits versus him. I just watched them. They were nice. You just you know sent it back where it came from, right? Right to mm. shortstop. You looked very comfortable. Easy in the box. sport. Awesome. Oh, we have news. The Chicago White Sox are signing Yolekwi Cespedes, the number one international prospect, Yoenis's brother, two million half brother. Yoelki. Wow. They got the streamline there, huh? Yeah. How many Cuban players is that now on the White Sox? Trevor Plouffe in the White Sox front office? I'm just making my voice heard. You don't think people listen to this dang podcast? They do. it. Where is this BBD? I'm looking for it. I can't find it. Who's your secret sources? MLB.com. 
Really? Deep cuts yeah, only. Like, I don't know. I get the notification and tell you. On LB's Twitter, let's see. And they got, do they got to have the most Cuban players in baseball, right? Might be hard Luis, to track like full systems. Luis stuff. Robert, Yon Mancado, Jose Abreu, Yasmani Grandal. Yes. And now Cespedes' little brother is going to be in, coming up. That's pretty cool, man. They also got no, 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 no. I already said him. I already said him, Jimmy. You already said him, Jimmy. Shut up. That's cool. How old is this kid? That just bought the Cespedes guys another fifteen years on the name, huh? Yeah, Cespedes family barbecue guys. Huge. Yolki. How do you say his name? Well, it's spelled two different ways here. Yeah, I'm seeing a Q and a K. I don't know. Yoelkis is the way I... And then the other one is Yoelki. 23. Yoelki. Oh. Is he expected to play right away? What's his path? Reading an article right now. Because 23 means he's got to be got some established baseball in him. I mean, they're paying him two mil. Like, that's, again, think about what we've been talking about with MLB players. <laughs> like, there's a lot of veteran guys that aren't going to get that. So they think they think there's something there. Five-tool outfielder with above-average tools across the board. His arm has been comparable to Ioannis, which is mind-boggling to most scouts. 23-year-old's build is similar to him. Yeah. I mean, duh. He's his brother. Like, they're going to be pretty similar. <laughs> like, he's probably going to have a good arm because they're doing the same shit growing up. Trevor Plouffe, the scout. Uh, his uh, Cuban stats aren't, like, impressive. It's a tools guy, Jim. So this is like a fourth outfielder type. Never been challenged. Like, the Do batting average is there, but. Uh, he's the Do number one international prospect. They probably want to start him in the How minors. He? He's probably going to do a minors here. He's 23 yeah. now. Do a year of the minors, come up twenty. He gets hit by pitches a lot. That's my scouting report. Okay, congrats, White Sox. I mean, they're doing a pipeline of Cuban players. Trevor Plouffe's White Sox. It's official. Kenny Williams, listening. Always confirmed. Reinsdorf. <laughs> Reinsdorf has probably has people listening to this no. and giving him information. Speaking of the White Sox, uh, mm. La Russa has got one day of house arrest to serve. I mean, the White just... Sox are also expected to sign Norhe Vera, oh. who is the number 20 international prospect, but also Cuban. So oh, my God. Other, telling you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have mentioned it. Norhe Vera. Wow. Does Norhe Vera get mentioned again on right top of baseball? Pitcher. Yes. Okay. Yes. Ooh, yes. Looking at a different guy. So, But they are expected to sign a guy with that name. All right. <laughs> a lot of updates here. Um, a lot of updates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thoughts and prayers with Tony, man. That uh, that day of being in his house. What it, What was it? It came down guilty, drinking and driving, reckless driving because he was drinking, something like that? Yeah, he got, uh, he got a fine 20 hours of community service and one day of, what do they call it? Detention. One day of home detention, which I've isn't never... This, isn't this his second DUI? Didn't he get one for falling asleep at a stop sign? I mean, what's wrong with that? In there. Um, no, it's... Uh, that one was a long time ago, and he clearly didn't learn his lesson, so don't worry about it. 
Yeah, it's just thirteen hundred dollars, twenty hours of community service, and I'll spend one day in home detention. Mm. What do you think Larusa does for his community service hours? Coaches the White Sox. That was awesome. I coached my little brother's to seven-year-old baseball team. Like I, I did that anyway. I, I coached his team, and I got a ticket for driving in the carpool lane by myself, which was like four hundred bucks. And I, it was like, you know, you can do community service to pay it off or pay it. And community service pays $10 an hour. And I just like, well, I coach my little brother's little league team and I do that like, you know, three times a week. And they're just like, oh, cool. Paid off. And that was all I had to do. Just live my normal life. So Tony's got it easy. Bottom bottom line is just a really tough day for Tony La Russa. Big, big uh, punishment for him. What if his what if his community service was like going to White Sox fan fest and like signing balls for people? <laughs> right. It probably will be. And yeah. right now there's no fan fest. You press to zoom some people for a yeah. couple hours. Yeah. He'll yeah. be drunk for that. If we could somehow f- oh double, double cupped up on the I zoom. mean, you're not doing a fan meet and greet on Zoom without a beer in your hand, and you guys all know it. Oh boy! I, uh, yeah, I mean, I just want to know what day he's he's doing the in-home suspension because I'd like to stand in solidarity with him and stay home for one day. Yes, like the rest of the country is supposed what? to be. I, I accidentally mean, did I, that last Saturday. I cannot wait for the season in Tony Russo. I just can't wait. I I want there to be fans in the stands though because that's when you're gonna get the real person to come out. I think he's going to make huge stands right away for his players. He's going to go out there getting tossed, defending his players, doing all this stuff. But we'll see through 162 what happens. I, just, I like reading yeah. Trevor Plouffe's stuff. He's got a lot of good takes. I thought of a promotion that's in bad taste. No. No, no. Go away from it? No, 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 no. Can I whisper it? Is it about Tony LaRusa? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and drinking and driving. So like uh, like every home run, you chug the beer and then you take like the food tray and you do like a steering wheel celebration. Ooh, <laughs> that's in very bad taste. We don't oh, like snap. that. Not going drinking <laughs> driving. Good. Yeah, Uber. No, I yeah. is making fun of him. Maybe if they lose, everyone does. The driver. They need like to do his a, thing, dude. Man. They it's need like, to do a giveaway that's like it says something like his wh- thing. What's his quote? I'm a Hall of Famer or something. I'm like a that. Hall of Fame baseball person. I'm a Hall of Hall Fame of Famer baseball person. So All right. I. So am I. I'm into the Hall of Fame. Howie Kendrick retires. Yeah, speaking of driving, Howie Kendrick retires. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty what good. he does after home runs. Uh, Howie Kendrick is retiring 15 years in the bigs. He's going to end his career with a 294 batting average, a 337 on base percentage, a 430 slugging, a 767 OPS, and a 109 OPS plus, 9% better than the people he did it against in those 15 years, which is pretty cool for him. Got an MVP vote in 2014, but he placed 18th, so I'm going to click that and see how many people voted for him. One. Uh, one person. Yeah. Or maybe three. <gasps> three people. Hey. Three people voted for him when he was on the Angels. So how about that? Mike Trout won. He got 420 votes. Or points. So one person, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Howie. Hello. Hello. One of the, I mean... Should be one of the most famous home runs in baseball history. Game seven. I mean, we're almost like too close to the situation. Game seven off the pole uh, against, you know, 
bad boy Astros. Um, and Trev, I mean, I, I don't know if we ever got an explanation because I feel like we talked about it a little bit, but I, I went into the stats the other day, and I remember Howie Kendrick coming up. I know he's a big prospect, should should be able to hit, stick and hit pretty well, and he did. I mean, you know, hit 289 his first decade in the league, 22 through 32, 749 OPS, a 106 OPS plus. He was always there, and he was a Yankee killer. I don't know if you saw this, Jim Sweeney Murdy. Tweeted it the other day, but very much Yankee killer numbers, which sticks out in our head. But the last three years, ages 33 through 37, a 320 batting average, 367 on base, and an 869 nice OPS. Uh, he kind of raked for his last few years, which I, I don't know. I kind of wonder how that fully happened, and I, I don't know other dudes that did that. Who was a Yankee killer? You guys love another player that does exactly what Howie has done for 15 years. You love DJ LeMayhew. Howie and DJ are very comparable players, especially at Howie's peak, 2014, 15. This guy is great. Look at his look at his stats right here. You pick up or pick up his baseball reference page. The only negative WAR season of his career through 15 years was last year. Like he's just a consistent player. When you think about Howie Kendrick, you think a professional hitter. Like anybody around the league, like Howie Kendrick's one of the best pure hitters in the game. You know, I think I've said this about him on the show before. Like his overall numbers don't wow you, but the consistency of them does. And, you know, he's just had a great career, walks away with a ton of cash, and gets to go uh, live his life now. So very happy for Howie. He got his ring, big home run, like you're talking about. I mean, he'll, he'll be able to talk about that for the rest of his life, man. Like that's awesome. NLCS MVP that year too. So like Howie he was breaks. doubles <laughs> in the gap. I mean yeah. that's kind of what I think about. When you think about Howie base hits the other way, doubles in the gap, playing a good D. <sighs> it's kind of funny how how his his twenty three year old season and his thirty three year old season are like comparable. Both half years. Really consistent. I mean he had that six one war year. That that's big. That's a big season, man. Doubles in the gap would have been a good horses in the back remix. I got doubles in the gap. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Love love how wait man. ten years, then it's like all the respect. Yeah. Oh wow, that song. All right. So Nats. Go sign someone. DJ, according to Plouffe. Yeah. The exact same player. You guys like my Trevor comparison? Plouffe. You seem like you didn't like it. You well, the DJ it. thing it's is just great. convoluted because DJ has been so good in recent years that if he continues that for two more seasons, then I don't think the comparison fits. If DJ LeMahieu goes back to yeah, if these are the best. Kind if of the what, last two years are the best of DJ's career, then it fits. Yeah, but I mean, like, you think he's going to just be the best player for? Like I mean, 40? he's about to get like four for eighty or something like that. So teams are expecting him to be pretty good for at least two more years. He's got, I mean, I just, you guys, it's, it's very similar. They're very similar players. I just, if Howie Kendrick, I mean, what's DJ's highest war season? I don't know. I don't look at war because all I do is 5 9. So, you know, these are the seasons how we had those seasons. He's played a long time, too. Yeah. Uh, DJ LeMay has two top five MVPs the last two years. Howie Kendrick does not have that. Game was, game is looked at much differently now than mm. it was back then. Mm. It's true. Oh, you're going to say that it wasn't? <laughs> no, it is. 2014 to now? It's, crazy. it's pretty comparable. Uh, the if, there's a, if there's an off chance DJ gets 
repeats what he did the last two years for two more seasons and is top five MVP votes again, I think then it would be I mean, a bit different. DJ's got three gold gloves, two batting titles. Those are a little more significant too. Okay. I don't care about uh, the gold gloves. I want it on record. George Springer seems to be down to the Mets and Blue Jays. Also, big rumors about DJ and the Blue Jays. Um, I think uh, I'm getting the Blue Jays rumors are too much, too frequent. They're tied to, like, every player. I think they're being used at this point unless the Blue Jays front office is really actively engaging. Like, every team seems as a priority. Like, this guy's our number one, blah, 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 except the Blue Jays. Apparently, they are actively in the works with every player, which doesn't match up with how free agency usually goes. So I think they're being used right now by reporters and agents and teams uh, as a mask. Like, oh, Blue Jays talks are heating up. They they can't be heating up with five different guys at the same time. I'm happy for the Blue Jays if they get someone. I just think the way these reports are coming out, they're being used um, officially as like, like it was accepted a month ago that the Blue Jays were going to spend big money. So now every agent and every camp is like, well, let's let's say the Blue Jays are interested. Feels like the White Sox, the Machado, Harper year. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of in on those guys, and then they ended up not really getting any of them. I think the Blue Jays will get someone. They might get Springer. I'm just saying it's just... pitching. That's the thing that's weird. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Springer. I mean, Springer gets out of Houston. I was talking with Quentin Huebner on the morning show today. Like, you know, it seems like he's going to... Enjoy getting away from all that shit and just coming back east to where he's from and playing baseball. So, Mets. We had the inside info a long time ago that Jays were in heavy on Springer. So, I'm sure that's just continued. They're really thinking that he can make an impact on their franchise. And I think he could, too. And we said this before. He's one of the guys that kind of skirted the whole controversy. Like, he wasn't Bregman who was doing the face thing to the camera. He wasn't Correa who... Was the became the guy that went to talk to the media? Like Springer was just kind of in the background, so like I don't think about him as much when I think about the Astro situation. I don't know if that's fair or what, but well, no, it's it's fair because he didn't say anything. <laughs> like DJ, yeah, he just stay in the back. Yeah, New Britain, DJ, uh, yeah, and we love him. DJ, uh, in the, here's a scary thing for you, uh, for you guys, for you Yankee fans as well. I think the Rogers Center plays very similar to Yankee Stadium. So his his style of hitting works very, very well in the Rogers Center. Now, I'm willing to admit if I'm wrong on this one, and I don't really care, and maybe next week it'll change, um, there's zero part of me that thinks DJ to the Blue Jays is even a remote possibility. I think that DJ's camp, I think Cashman told DJ's camp to go field other offers and they sprinkled some rumors, Blue Jays are really interested, I don't think it adds up uh, at all. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and obviously I have Yankee bias, and I want him to come back to the Yankees, but it just doesn't pass like, it just seems wrong to me. I think they're in on Springer, but like Jake said, they need pitching pretty bad. They got to go get Paxton or Odo or like some of these arms out there. It would be interesting because the other play with that before I get to you, Trevor Plouf, is I, I think what it would be is if they do sign George Springer, they they outbid the Mets, that's their move, whatever. 
then the rumor is that they would trade a Guriel or Tiasker and get a starting pitcher with one of those guys, which, hey, if that's how they have to do it and that puts the best team together, I could see that. But um, I don't know. That's that's a lot of moving parts when, you know, I, I kind of agree with you. If you're going to spend big money in free agency, go get two starting pitchers, and a lot of teams would be more scared of the Blue Jays. They have a lot of infielders. Trevor. Trevor Plouffe, 24. Hand, hand up. Number three on Oakland? I don't want this to come off like in a negative way. Here we go. Okay, I feel like it is, and I don't want it to come off as a negative. Currently feels negative. I don't have a negative view on DJ LeMahieu. I don't. I think he's an excellent ball player. Sure. Um, and I think he fits a lot of different teams. But I think you guys have him a little overvalued in your head, and what will tell you that is the fact that you guys don't even believe there's another suitor for him besides the Yankees. You believe the Yankees are the only serious suitor for him and you're expecting him to, you know, replicate an MVP type season. No, that's not what I don't if, think if, that at all. If other or close to it, if other teams felt the same way that he was going to put up uh, over a nine OPS for four years in a row and be in the MVP top 10, three out of those four years, two, even two out of those four years, there'd be a lot of suitors, man. Well, if anyone listening is, like if that, anyone, li- he's not going to cost that much. If anyone listening uh, is interpreting what I'm saying the same way you are, I guess I'll clear it up because I was incredibly wrong. He's only got one full season over 900 in his career, so I don't yeah. expect him to repeat that. I also don't think I'm overvaluing him because I'm saying no one's going to give him five years, 100 million. He's got a plenty of suitors at what the Yankees are offering, four years, 75, four years, 80. And I think they're all going to be in that area. And then he's going to choose the Yankees because he publicly said, I will take a discount to go to the Yankees. I don't think anyone's offering him more than that area. Which Do you I don't think there's a bunch of teams offering him four years, 80 right now? Like a handful. Yes. Like, yeah. Nationals, Blue Jays, Yankees. Is that out? Or that's just an no. It's just my thinking. I, anything that's out, I don't it's trust. It's been fully reported anyway. by semi-decent people that like the Blue Jays are in on Lemayhu. Like I think yeah. passing had that, that, that. the other day. So I you don't. You're saying that's bullshit. So like I don't. No, we're not I'm, saying that's bullshit. I just said that's real. We're we're saying that's real. I'm saying no one's in for five years, one hundred. I'd be surprised if he gets that from anyone. Which I think is what's happening, and they're trying to act like teams are in. I don't think they are. I think we believe in. the Yankees are going to match whatever the four-year number is, four for 75, four for 80. If a team goes to that five for 100 or five for 95, we don't think the Yankees will go there, um, but we don't think another team will go there as well. So that's not overvaluing him. I think I have him right where you have him, four years, 75, four years, 80. I want him to get five years a trillion. No, you don't. I do. Hell yes, I do. You've been saying he won't get it. A rising tide raises all ships. Players Union, Trev. Not ships with holes in them. Those ships sink. You can have holes in your ship. What, ships don't have windows? I mean, all the players out there that have holes in their game. To shoot your cannons out of? They just get not signed at all. How? Yeah, it's where are the holes, I guess. Right in the bottom. Bottom holes are suck on chips. Yeah. Yeah. No different bottom holes out. <laughs> I Top love DJ, in. man. This is like, I feel bad. I feel like I'm always bringing him down, but I'm not. I'm just, I'm curious who, what teams think. I want to know if I could, I would love to go see what, how each team values him. Cause didn't they all have their own proprietary system. Saying, I would love to see it. Didn't you start this by saying we were wrong? Cause we don't think there's other suitors for him. 
And now you're coming back and saying you don't think there's other suitors for him. I have no idea where you land on this. I know where I, I said, land. No, I, my point was if you were because you said that you think he's going to go out and give some big seasons again. And I two. said, I said, we said two. Did that out? I think there'd be a lot more suitors for him. I don't think there's that many at that even at even at 480, Jim. Well, I think there's like four or five. I think there's only like four or five got teams on a, the biggest free agents of their position out there. Like Real Muto's the best catcher to hit the market in a long time. I think there's like three teams in on him because yeah, they outprice all the other teams. So like as many I, people that, that can afford is, it. I think that price is fair for him. I'm just saying I don't think teams even want to pay that. If If teams are out on DJ, it's because they don't, they have that spot in their roster lined up, locked up already. Their infield is locked up, or they can't afford him. You're not going to tell me, like, the Marlins are out on DJ because they don't project him being good for a couple years. If the good teams are in on a guy because they project him being good, that means every team, if they had that need and the money to do it, would be in on him. It's not like... I'm saying 30 teams are going to be in on him, saying that, you know, a guy like that, if he's going to put up a nine... There'll be seven, eight, nine, ten teams in him. I don't think I think there is only one. It's an MLB contract. He's gonna be Yankee and it's not even it's just a dance. They're dancing. They're dancing. It's a free agency. Yeah. Trev's Dodgers get in the he mix. Looks great in pinstripes. He looks good in them. Short porch is calling. He's like the humble Yankee. I love I like that's it's an, an ironic type of what is that, oxymoron, a humble Yankee? You either be humble or you go the full other way. You're either Paul O'Neill or you're Reggie Jackson. Yeah, there's not a lot of Reggie Jacksons out there. It's mostly Derek Jeter, Andy Pettit, CC. Like, they think they're like, Yankees over everything. That means more than me. It's the Yankees. Yeah, I think the demeanor team. for a while is... No names the fan on the base. The fan base is very arrogant and annoying. Uh, and obnoxious, but the Yankees players, I don't think we've had a really like yeah. who a rod saying the persona outwardly projects that on the baseball field, but a lot of Yankees I know are pretty damn cocky because they're a Yankee. You go through the minor leagues, you play the Yankees, these guys, they'll take an extra 10 minutes on, uh, for batting practice. They'll be throwing in the outfield when you're trying to do Infield, outfield drills. I see what you're saying. I don't know. Goal. I don't know that arena. Obviously, I, just, I haven't played for them or against them. I'd like to. I'm really anybody like that played and knows the minor leagues, like Red Sox, are that way to an extent. But the Yankees culture, whoo, very cocky. You were. We went one of the spring training games this year. A uh, a Red Sox player walked through the the outfield while the other team was warming up, and you got mad about that. So I'll. Yeah. It stands. Whatever you're saying stands. Just respect. Just a little respect. That's all. Okay. Baseball. Do you remember who it was? I do. I don't remember you? But I don't. I don't want to put him on blast. Me too, and I don't want to either. So this is during a game. No, it was no it was spring training. Pirate spring training. And they were the pitchers were out there shagging, shagging balls, and a Red Sox player just walked in the like he didn't use the warning track. Had like he just flip flops, had his bag, and, and he, he walked just, straight through the middle of yeah, the outfield. Like and you said, like that. "That's not no, good. It's not show. It's not. Sometimes being show is showing respect. Mm. 
It's not always about being, you know, There's outrageous. A shirt. There's a shirt right there. Show respect. Zero. Oh, snap. <laughs> that was lit. Zero shirts sold. You think yeah. DJ robbed you of any hits ever? What? Did DJ rob you of any hits? I'm trying to see why you hate him so much. <laughs> we didn't play him that often, man. You know, yeah. I went to Colorado once. Yeah, it doesn't look like you did. Bummer. Is there any other thing news? Oh, the other big piece of news here that I haven't fully wrapped my head around yet, so I don't I, I mean don't want to deep dive, but I would like to is that the Negro League stats are now being combined. I just I just read it for a while and I was trying to understand how they're gonna do it because logistically it seems like a nightmare and it logistically it is because a lot of these stats are you know, combinations of league stats, all-star games in within the Negro Leagues, uh, playoff games within the Negro Leagues, some barnstorming games. The biggest winner is Gibson, who is known as the um, Babe Ruth of the Negro Leagues, and he's, like, now got the second-highest batting average um, behind Cobb, or did he pass Cobb? Um, I think he has – I think he passed Ted Williams for the last guy to hit 400. I think that was one of the headlines. Ooh, I like that. Um, so yeah, again, it's uh, he's right behind Cobb now, um, ahead of Rogers Hornsby for um, career batting average three sixty one. So there's they haven't fully come out with this yet because it's a it's a lot to do, but I mean, pretty cool that baseball's doing this. Obviously. They should have been playing all in the same league, and then we'd have a real true test of talent. That, that would be awesome. And a lot of the people. The thing with stats, man, like I don't know if the stats, are they significant, whatever it is. I'm happy this happened. But they don't even translate era to era, let alone different leagues. Like It's an interesting thing how they're going to do it. I think it's cool that he's now going to be accredited for the last player to hit 400. You know, There's going to be some people gaining victories on the mound. Like I love all that. But like the people that hold these – and it's I, I like it. And it's because I don't value historical statistics like other people do. Baseball is obviously really well known for like, you know, history, keeping guard of their own stats, but like they don't translate, dude. Like it's fun to look back and see how much better someone was than their counterpart in that era, but you can't compare these. You can't compare any of them. So that's why I like it. I think it's great because I don't hold them. I think there's probably going to be some old school people who are like, this doesn't make any sense, but that's, it's a ridiculous take. Just tell the story, you know? Yeah. Tell the story. Let people know about these guys. Have them debate if Josh Gibson's the best catcher ever because that's the beauty of sports. There's some videos of Gibson's, like, swinging stuff, which is cool. But yeah, I don't know much. I, I haven't really dived into this. All I know is it's cool, and it's going to lead to a lot of rabbit hole diving once it's like yeah. baseball reference gets fixed or, or gets updated. That's going to be really fun. So I'm excited about that. And good job by baseball. I think this was a long time coming. Yeah. Yep. That's all All we really have. Uh, next episode will be something from the winter meetings. Um, as we enjoy Christmas and New Year's, we will be with you guys every Tuesday um, to talk about any news and signings and, and new stuff. And the second show of the week, we were going to run out our conversation with Bob Costas, which was very baseball heavy. Our conversation with Buster only, which is very baseball heavy. I'm not sure if we have uh, another, I think it might just be those two. 
from the live stream winter meeting. So if you didn't get a chance to listen, they're coming your way. But on Tuesdays, it will be us. Uh, and hopefully there's some news. And if there's a big signing, I think mm. one of these top five guys, Ooh, we, will, uh, it, we, will hop, we will hop on. Uh, and talk Emergency about pods used to happen a lot, and now they don't. And I need one. Like, I need one. Uh, yeah, January, mm. February is like emergency pod season, though. So we'll we'll be hopping on. All right, you guys got anything else? Any last words? Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, enjoy yeah, whatever you holidays. enjoy. I thought I had something else, but guess what? I don't. He doesn't. He thought he did, but no, he doesn't. Mm-hmm.